This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Don't adjust your set, phone, tablet, smart speaker, or however it is you listen in. The Blues have ended their wait for a Derby win at Anfield. Your usual Royal Blue Podcast offering will be with you on Monday to comb through the finer details. But to get you through until then, we've every word of Carlo Angelotti's post-match press conference on the way. But watching on at Anfield and living the emotions of all Blues who couldn't be inside the ground, here's the Echo's Everton reporter Adam Jones on the night the hoodoo was finally ended. Well, finally, Kevin Campbell can have a little bit of a rest whenever the next Anfield derby comes round. He knows he's not going to be faced with the same old questions. What do they feel like to score Everton's last winner at Anfield? Because finally, the club have managed to find two new heroes uh, after this game. But it's more than just the goal scorers. You know, Richarlison and Gilfie Sigurdsson were the men who put the ball in the back of the net on this occasion. And obviously, the history books will remember them as being the difference uh, on this occasion, but everybody you pulled on the blue shirt uh, for Everton tonight should be really proud of the performance they put in. And of course, Carlo Ancelotti, you know, he, he proves himself to be the difference yet again. You know, he, so many Everton managers have tried and failed to come up with, you know, the right system, the right mentality even to try and go to Anfield with Everton and pick up a win. But it, it, I, w- I would say this was probably Carlo Ancelotti's first real attempt at it. Obviously, he had last year's FA Cup game, but it was right at the start of his tenure. He probably didn't know his squad all that well yet. Obviously, the, the team that he put out still should have won on that occasion. But I would say this was Carlo Ancelotti's first real go at going toe-to-toe with Liverpool on their own turf with both sides, you know, similarly looking for all three points. And, yeah, I think Carlo Ancelotti is completely out tacticked Jürgen Klopp in a way I think Everton just sat, set up with a 5-3-2 formation from the start which to be to be completely honest with you I when I saw it I thought to myself oh, this is going to be this is going to be a bit dicey Everton's five at the back hasn't really worked out well in the past but clearly Carlo Ancelotti had been absolutely drilling into his players throughout the week on what they needed to be doing, where they needed to be positioned. And then those players went out and they fully delivered. I think it was really smart of Everton to not just sit back, but to just keep a deep line. Obviously, with the low block, uh, it stopped Liverpool from counter-attacking in the way that they've you know notoriously been over the last you know, few years, but perhaps, you know, that's that's the way they've set themselves up as a team and uh, haven't managed to combat that effectively. Uh, Liverpool dominated possession, but did they really create all that many clear-cut chances? And then when they did create clear-cut chances, you know, Michael Keane was making amazing tackles inside the box. Holgate and Godfrey were making some brilliant interceptions. And then Jordan Pickford, you know, that save from Henderson in the first half was top quality. And then the way he rushed out to smother that Mo Salah chance in the second half as well was absolutely fantastic to see. That's the kind of performance that Everton fans really want to see from Pickford and hopefully that can be a catalyst for him to go on and develop in the, in a, in the future. But even then, going forward, you know, you put James Rodriguez right next to Richarlison from the start up front and, you know, it only takes three minutes for that to pay off. That's exactly why you wanted Rodriguez so close to Richarlison because as soon as he picks up the ball in a central area, Richarlison was there. He was running in behind. We'd Everton had obviously 
identified uh, centre-back as being a bit of a weakness for Liverpool and they completely exploited that three minutes in, you know, Richarlison making that run in behind Kabak. Great through ball from Rodriguez and Richarlison, you know, maybe a couple of weeks ago he'd missed that chance because his confidence was shot. It just didn't look like he was going to be able to take chances like that, but he's really, really improved over the last few weeks and, you know, that he, he never looked in doubt when he was given that opportunity and then you know, Everton just Everton did have to do a lot of defending, of course, but you you kind of expect that when you're playing against a team with the quality that Liverpool have. And Everton just used that defence to their advantage, to be honest. And then in the in the second half, you know, I think Carlo Ancelotti made the chain the right changes at the right time. I think you know, obviously Andre Gomez needed to come off. You know, he was perhaps running the risk of uh, maybe getting sent off, which would would have been disastrous so Gilfie Sigurdsson came on and I think he was really really good in in a central midfield I think he instantly got up to the speed of the game which is what Everton needed really you know he was combative in midfield which is exactly what Everton needed and you know him having such a cool head to step up for that penalty uh, you know he's the keeper's gone the right way and still hasn't been able to save it which you know kind of shows you how good a penalty it was and you know that's a really precious situation so I think he deserves a lot of credit for being able to do that but I think this is you know this has been a season where Everton's away form has been a lot better than their home form which isn't which isn't usually the case for Everton but you know that's just the way it's gone and you know in in between what has been you know some really good away performances you know the the win over Wolves win over Leicester the win over Spurs even on the first day of the season this has to go down as Everton's best away performance of the season you know the away performances don't really get much better than that you know solid defensively clinical going forward and <laughs> to do it to finally put put away 20 22 years of hurt really from going across Stanley Park you know it it is just it's amazing for Everton fans to see. You know, there's a whole generation almost of Everton fans who've never seen uh, the club win at Anfield. Finally, finally, that has been uh, that has been put to bed, and I suppose nobody will be happier than Kevin Campbell by the time the uh, by the time the next Merseyside derby at Anfield comes around. He won't have to uh, he won't have to answer those same old questions again. So, yeah, it's just a, it must be an absolutely proud moment for any Evertonians. You know, the only downside, obviously, is the None of them were in Anfield to be able to see it, but I don't think that's going to stop anybody from celebrating well into the night, getting a, getting a few drinks in and a, really, really celebrating what was a fantastic performance from Everton. Hello, Carlo. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Uh, congratulations. Um, how delighted are you with the results and the performance? Nah, really, uh, really happy. So. The performance was good, difficult, but uh, the spirit of the team was good. We we defended really well. We had uh, we were clinical in front because we didn't have a lot of opportunities. But the opportunities that we had, uh, we we were able to convert uh, really well. In terms of how you went about things tactically, what was the the thinking behind how you were set up and, and, and how you went about the game tonight? Yeah, but we we didn't change a lot. Just uh, was a little bit different from the normal the position of Coleman on uh, Robertson, but. For the rest, uh, we work hard defensively. I think that the, forward, the performance of Pickford and the, 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 the forward the back was really, really good. And then we were clinical in front with, with James and, uh, and uh, Richarlison. 
You mentioned Pickford, and, and obviously he's had some um, criticism recently, but do you think he really showed why he's also a top-quality goalkeeper when he really uh, gets a good performance in tonight? No, yeah, this is Pickford. This is Pickford that everyone knows. With confident in the goal, secure in the goal, uh, intelligent in the goal. What did you make of the, the penalty decision? Because Liverpool didn't seem to be very happy with it. It looked as though maybe Trent Alexander-Arnold was maybe a little bit unlucky. I, I didn't, I didn't, honestly, I didn't see. I, I, I didn't know. I don't know what happened. I have to, I have to see. And just finally from me, um, this will be a huge relief and a great celebration for Everton fans. It's been so long. Do you realise that you, you've written your name into Everton history now? I realised that I was the manager that beat uh, Liverpool after 21 years. I don't, I don't know if this is enough to be in the history of this club, but I, if, it, if it is not enough, I'm working. Well done, Carlo. Thank you. Thank you. Sam Wallace. Hello, Carlo. Hi. Just, just on that point about the history, I mean, I know um, obviously your preoccupation is the season, this season, but could you give us some idea of what it means to, to the club and to the fans and, and, and to people like Duncan Ferguson as well? Uh, I think that the, 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 the happiest uh, man in our team was Duncan. <laughs> and so... Um, what means that this victory means that uh, we, we can compete we, using our quality that maybe are not the quality of the, 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 te the technical quality of Liverpool but uh, we have a strong spirit in this period we have uh, uh, our, our belief is improving of course we have to, to improve uh, we, have to, we have to work on this but uh, I think that this kind of performance helped us and to be better in the future. And of course, we have to be better at home also because the runaway was, is fantastic at home. We are, is not good enough. Simon Mullock. Hey, Carlo. Congratulations. Um, could, I, Thank you. could I ask you again about Jordan? Because obviously, earlier in the season when you played Liverpool, uh, there was a, a lot of uh, attention on what happened in that game. What does yeah. what does this uh, performance tonight show about his character? No, I think we talked about this before the game. He was confident. He wanted to uh, to play the problem, uh, and so uh, and he showed this this confidence on the pitch. He did really well. He was he was secure in goal. Um, he did a really good performance. Come Markham. Hi, Carlo. Hi. Hi. Um, Liverpool's problems at the centre-back are well documented. Your first goal came sort of through that, through that middle bit. Was that an area you looked to, to capitalise on today? I think, the position, um, I think we put Hamas a little bit behind Richarlison. Uh, Richarlison started from the left position just to try to avoid the pressure of the centre-back. The combination was really good. It's true that the combination and drive... From a long ball, we work uh, strong in, on the second ball, and then uh, the two guys combined uh, really well and really clinical. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.